Part 1. You and the Revolution Chapter 1. Captured by the Revolution Every generation needs a new revolution. Thomas Jefferson This book is all about your heart. Our society has underestimated the value of the heart. We spend millions of dollars educating people's minds and overlook the importance of educating a person's heart. While I believe in educating and empowering the minds of the next generation, it is equally important to educate and empower their hearts. When God was looking to choose a king to lead his people, his primary prerequisite was not the intellectual level of the potential king, but the quality of his heart. 1 Samuel 16.7 Your heart is the most valuable asset. It's the epicenter of your life, and out of it comes your deepest pains, your greatest triumphs. Your journey for the next 40 days begins and ends at the center of your life, your heart. The stories, the trials, and the triumphs you are about to read are genuine testimonies to the life-changing power of God that continues to manifest itself every day. You and I have been called to become revolutionaries. You have been called to overthrow systems of belief that cannot produce for you the life you truly desire to live. Most people feel powerless because of their pain, but now is the time to begin to use your pain to produce a new power that will propel you to live an unimaginable life, a life marked by a new beginning with a new perspective and a new passion to pursue, overtake, and recover all that belongs to you. During times of struggle and disappointment, our vision often becomes blurred. We lose the ability to clearly see our present circumstances and future promises. It's during these moments when we feel powerless to move forward in our lives that God shows up to silence the daunting voice of the unknown. I had such a moment. This book, The Heart Revolution, began with my own heart revolution. And if God can turn my heart, He can turn anyone's heart. I was raised in Santa Barbara, California, the youngest of six children. My parents were immigrants from Mexico, and though they were able to find success here in America, we struggled to belong. My brothers and their friends started a gang that I inevitably joined in order to avoid getting beat up every day after school. I got caught up in the life of gangs and drugs and began smoking PCP by the age of 13. In eighth grade, my life took a turn. That was the year. I was stabbed in my back and almost paralyzed. My parents forced me to stay home, and I got hooked on a college radio station, KCSB. I didn't know it then, but destiny had intervened in my life. Every weekend, I would listen to this DJ, captivated by his ability to move me by his words. I discovered this local college radio station had a special program for DJs, regardless of age, who wanted to get their Federal Communications Commission license. So here I was, a 15-year-old cholo, a gang member, who went down to the UCSB campus. I got my license to become a disc jockey. Though I didn't know it at the time, that one decision saved me from a gang life. I went on to start a DJ company, which ended up growing to be the largest in Santa Barbara's history. 
I was 16 years old on the radio promoting anything and everything. I was doing party after party throughout the city and I loved it. I was making more money than a teenager should ever be allowed to make and I was on the verge of signing a seven-year record contract as a disc jockey. If you had asked anyone around me how I was doing, they would have told you I was successful, happy, and together. I wasn't. I was hooked on cocaine and locked in a life I ultimately didn't want. Deep down, I knew it was only a matter of time before everything I worked for would come crashing down. But rather than confront my issues, I chose to lose myself to an addiction that threatened to end my life. It's hard to believe that one moment can change a person's life, but that's exactly what happened to me. On August 4th, 1984, I was passing out flyers during fiestas, promoting one of my notorious dances on State Street, when I picked up a different flyer promoting a church called Cornerstone Church of Santa Barbara. A church of